Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome into the TDN Fantasy Podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here on a Tuesday waiver wire. Jamie's rankings for the week. You know the drill by now. If, you're, if you've listened to the show, you know what we do on a Tuesday here. But got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Listen, Monday Night Football was on last night. You got. You want to put in some World Series futures on the New York Metropolitans like I have after the big signings? No. You want to bet on college basketball, the NBA? You want to bet on who the next head coach of Notre Dame is going to be? Just go over to betonline.ag. You can do that. And if you use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So betonline.ag, promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Now, I mentioned waiver wires and Jamie's rankings, but literally as I was hitting the button to record the show, Jamie said, I want to touch on something from Monday Night Football. And your name in our show chat today is Russ Can't Cook. So I could only oh, it's imagine. actually not that. No, oh, that's actually not that, what I want to talk about. But uh, yeah, no, Russ about. is bad. Russ has been bad for since the midseason last year. Um, and I understand that there's a finger injury and all that other stuff, but uh, he should not escape blame for the way he's pretty much played poorly now for almost a, a, a full season since then. But uh, uh, no, the point I want to touch on is uh, some rejoicing uh, for Antonio Gibson fantasy managers. It has been touch and go at points this year but he now has after that big game on monday 72 carries in the last three games i mean there has been a true recommitment uh we saw him get his best receiving game ever uh last night seven for 35 i know he doesn't get in the end zone because it gets a rushing and a receiving touchdown but uh, the usage for Gibson is extremely encouraging, particularly when you look at that stretched end October where he had 10 carries and 14 carries, eight carries. Uh, now he's starting to be used more significantly for Washington, and that's a really, really good sign because uh, I know we have a good friend of ours. Uh, we'll just call him Alex uh, that has Antonio Gibson on his fantasy team. And I feel like he asked me questions every single week about players that he would like to bench uh, or excuse me, players who would like to play from his bench instead of Antonio Gibson. So now maybe he and everybody, him, myself, who has Antonio Gibson in a couple leagues and everybody else with him can kind of take a, a breath that we are getting the usage that we all hope for. 
Jamie, do you know the league that I started 0-7 and that I told you about? Yeah. We have rattled off five wins in a row, and we currently hold a playoff spot. We're getting hot at the right time with one week to go in the regular season. All that matters. Get hot at the right – just get in. Yes, I'm going to get in more than likely. And this is the thing I I said about this team is – this is the team that I have Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift as my running backs. Now, it's a standard league, not a PPR league. So I knew yeah. at some point the breaks would go my way after getting a lot of bad luck in the first half. So it's all coming together at the right time. So very excited. And every week now, these rankings mean more and more to me as we talk about them because I have to make some very, very, very tough decisions. So with that in mind, let's go to the waiver wire. And Jamie, the quarterbacks that I think are of of note to talk about, probably the top, I would say four on the fantasy pros list. You got Tua at, at the top spot, Taysom Hill, who's getting the first team reps this week in Saints camp. Probably something that we should focus on here. Uh, Taylor Heineke at, at the three spot, and Mac Jones at the four spot. So those four names. Any other names maybe that aren't that I didn't mention that you want to talk about? Uh, all all up for grabs for you. Not really. Uh, I, I think you've got the big names here that are that are most interesting for me. If you're looking for a streaming option for this week, the two names that really stand out were the two you mentioned, Tua Tungavaloa and Taysom Hill. Tua comes in as my QB 13 in his home matchup against the Giants. He's actually been pretty good this year, uh, particularly from a fantasy standpoint. He's actually been better from a real-life standpoint than you might know because of all of the drama that has gone on with Miami and the quarterback situation. But he looked really good last week, and he's been fairly productive fantasy-wise, particularly in a strong matchup. And Taysom Hill, look, I know it's risky uh, because he's freaking Taysom Hill, but he's going to run around. And I think that we saw last year in his handful of starts that that is going could lead to, quite frankly, I mean, he was a QB one in his entire tenure as a starter last year for the New Orleans Saints. So I'm tempering my expectations here a little bit, having him at QB 14. I could very easily see him finishing inside the top eight quarterbacks or finishing outside the top 20. I think both those scenarios are within the realm of possibility. But if you're looking for a streaming option home against Dallas on Thursday night, uh, I would I would take a chance on him if you need somebody. None of them. Those guys are not in my top 12. Um, and given you know there are four teams on by this week, uh, I I guess if you were an Aaron Rodgers guy, I mean, I, I assume at some point you probably gave up on Ryan Tannehill throughout the season. If you've been relying on Baker Mayfield, I'm sorry. Uh, same thing with Cam Newton. You just got him. So, Ajo, you have another option in single quarterback leagues. But if you are searching for a starter, Tua and Taysom are the top two for me. Jamie, it me, searching for a starter this week. I have kind of stuck by Ryan Tannehill, and the backup on my bench has been Justin Fields. This is a keeper league, so Fields has kind of been my guy that I've just been kind of holding on to. So I am searching for a quarterback this week, so this is a very important conversation uh, for me and Tua available in the waiver priority claim. So I will be – Yeah, I I would grab him right away. Uh, And if you're in a super flex league, uh, I I think Andy Dalton at this point looks like he's still going to start. We'll see how the week goes, but we haven't heard much about Justin Fields since the injury, so with a cracked rib. So uh, if he does start, I have Andy Dalton is QB 21. So and we're talking about super flex plays here. That, that is well within the range of somebody. And that's also where I would have Mac Jones as a super flex play this week. So this is all about me on this show here today on a Tuesday. Would you, drop, would you drop Ryan Tannehill and just be done with him for the season? Because I have to drop one of the quarterbacks. I can't actually roster three quarterbacks. This is a dumb league where I have to only roster two. Oh, so they have either like roster f- limits. By the way, don't yeah, do so that. Either f- I, no, I agree. League I'm not the commissioner of this league. Uh, so either Fields or Tannehill have to hit the bricks. So. Well, it's a keeper league, so I, I think at this point you're keeping fields. So just just to answer your question, yes, I'm perfectly comfortable dropping Ryan Tannehill, but you know how I like to bring up my my projected points uh, yes, from here on out. Let's see where I have Ryan Tannehill. Uh, neutral matchup, so let's, it's going to feel like it's going to be 
three, four, four. Actually, I just I don't count live on the air. That's boring. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, QB 18 right now. So right now yep. for the rest of the season, uh, he's right. Again, not not accounting for this week by week. So actually, he would probably drop further than that if you account that you're not going to get a chance to play him this week. But uh, right now, he's barely hanging on to the top 20 right now. His, his projection puts him in the range with players like Cam Newton, Taylor Heineke, Jimmy Garoppolo, Terod Taylor. Um, that's kind of where he is right now for me. Yeah, well, see you. But the very dropable. Yeah, see you at Ryan Tannehill. Uh, the running back spot, Boston Scott coming off of his, you know, doesn't get to play the Giants again this week. He, he doesn't get to play the Giants again, just not he this does. week. He does, and he's getting the bump off of playing the Giants because that's normally how this works. Uh, Jamal Williams in the two spot, Matt Breida, we talked a little bit about on the Sunday show. Adontrell Hilliard, uh, who had a big game for Tennessee uh, over the weekend. Tevin Coleman round out the top five at the running back group. So there's a couple different ways to look at this. One, yes, Boston Scott is worth picking up, particularly while we wait to see what's going on with Miles Sanders uh, with that injury. I do think Sanders is going to play this week, but until we know, he is worth a waiver claim. You kind of have these like diverging groups right now because you have a couple really interesting names that you mentioned, but you're not going to be able to play them this week. Guys like Chuba Hubbard, I guess is not a name you mentioned this week, but like that's a guy, Chuba Hubbard, Amir Abdullah, uh, Dontrell Hilliard. Those are three guys that I want on my roster, but you have to understand their teams are on by. You're not going to get a chance to play them this week, uh, but I still would pick all three of those guys up. Um, Hilliard is going to have a role. They're going to split time with him and Deontay Foreman. And Tennessee showed, like we talked about on the Sunday show, they're going to commit to the running game uh, regardless of the final score there because they're going to have to. But again, you're not going to be able to play them this week. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is a must-add. I think you probably know that given the fact McCaffrey's out for the season. But Emile Abdullah is somebody I want on my team as well. They were force-feeding Abdullah targets, particularly in passing downs in the two-minute drill. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, the two-minute drill that Christian McCaffrey was on the sideline for at the end of the first half, it was Amir Abdullah that was getting a ton of targets. So in PPR formats, he absolutely needs to be somebody on your radar. He's not even on this list, and he might not even be on the radar for a lot of your league mates, but I would grab him. I do think he's going to be somebody that is around that fringe flex category when the Panthers come back from by. Uh, Jamal Williams, I like a lot as well. I, I have a hard time believing we're going to see DeAndre Swift this week. Jamal Williams got an overwhelming share of the snaps last week once on Thanksgiving, I should say when Swift went down. Uh, so he is somebody that I actually have. Let me take a look. I believe I have him ranked as an RB2 this coming week, but let me flip the little switch over here, which, by the way, you can see all of my rankings that are up and live and updating constantly throughout the week under the fantasy tab at thedraftnetwork.com. And yes, I have him as RB21 right now. For Jamal Williams is a plug-and-play starter for this week. And obviously, uh, he's owned in most leagues, and I can't imagine you're in a league that he's, he's available, but just... Just to cover all of our bases, Alexander Madison is the number one pickup. If for some strange reason he's in your league, I have him as RB9 this week. So that's my advice. If you have a Madison on your bench, uh, he is a plug-and-play RB1 this week. Wide receiver position. Kendrick Bourne, number one. Russell Gage, number two. Kenny Galladay, number three. We need to have a conversation about this. I, oh, he's he's not, rostered in too many leagues. Like, he should be on the drop no. list. I'm not picking up Kenny. Oh, well, if that, Kenny Galladay's okay. a free agent, I'm not wasting my time. So that was the point I was going to make. He is owned in 60% of leagues, so I'm not sure why he makes the waiver wire list. But two, I don't know if I'd be if he was even available, if I'd be don't running care. over to, to, to get him. Don't care. I'd rather have Sterling Shepard. I'd rather wait for Sterling Shepard to come back off of an injury than – then, then take a kitty all day. Devontae Parker. This is, this, is, this is one of those uh, 
you know how the Washington football team used to be known for like signing big free agents and like the fit never made sense and you know yeah. like the Albert Hainsworth deal type of a thing. That's what I feel like for this because I don't think Kenny Galladay is a bad receiver. I was a big fan of his if you've listened to the show for multiple years in Detroit. This fit does not work. It does not work at all. Maybe it'll work with a new quarterback if they have one there next year. But this has been uh, an, a complete and utter disaster of a free agent signing for Dave Gettleman. But no, I, I am not rushing to the – if he's available, he can stay available. Like, I don't care if you have him on your bench, but he's not somebody I'm rushing to pick up. Kendrick Bourne needs to be rostered in more leagues. We talked about that last week. I still I still believe that this week. You know, Russell Gage is worth a spot on your bench. Uh, he's been a little boomer bust. He's got a couple uh, nothing burgers uh, over the last month and a half or so that really have hurt his value but he is somebody that should be uh as if you're looking for a flyer if you're steadily in a playoff spot and just looking to take flyers on guys at the back end of your bench Devonte parker who's number four on this list is worthwhile but if you need somebody that can help you right now uh with his status i'm not sure that he needs to be somebody that you have right now uh i still believe um I, i'm if you're looking for like a deeper league uh, i think josh reynolds is worth a speculative ad uh he showed he looked really good in Detroit, uh, in those two guys, uh, it, on Thursday on Thanksgiving, there obviously isn't a lot of competition for targets and touchdowns, or excuse me, targets and catches in the Detroit Lions receiver core. So, uh, I think if you're in a deeper league, that is absolutely worth you taking your shot on. Uh, the tight end position is where we'll finish up here at the waiver wires. Cole Komet, Tyler Conklin, Evan Ingram, Jack Doyle, Foster Moreau, CJ Uzoma, the six names listed here on uh, our friends over at fantasypros.com. Yeah, um, uh, Foster Moreau if, is really interesting if Waller is out. I think James O'Shaughnessy is another interesting name because it looks like uh, Darren Arnold's going to miss a significant amount of time, maybe the rest of the regular season. So uh, those are two names I'd be interested in. Otherwise, like Komet is fine. Uh, I, I don't look at really any of these guys as, as plug-and-play starters outside of maybe – like even Moreau, like even if you told me Waller was ruled out, I think Moreau would probably be around tight end. What I have him? Tight end fifteen or sixteen. So I don't think any of these guys are plug and play this week. But uh, I would rather take a shot on a Foster Moreau, and then if Darren Waller turns out to be healthy later in the week, drop him for one of these other guys because I, I just don't think any of these other guys scream top twelve tight end this week. We got your rankings coming up here in a second. We'll start with the quarterbacks. But first, say goodbye to Dell Gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as that classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so that they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. It is never a dull moment with Jamie's quarterback rankings for things that I can get angry at with him. We start with the quarterback conversation. And Jamie, I don't have, I don't have anything I'm angry at you about. This feels pretty standard to me. It does. Like I said, when we talked about the, the waiver wire guys, um, you know, looking through here, it is kind of what it is. Uh, you know, I know we've seen some struggles from Jalen Hurts, but he goes up against your terrible Jets defense. Thank Safford you. struggle, but he goes up at home against the terrible Jags defense. Um, you know, it, I can't pass up on those matchups. Uh, for, so for me, you're still throwing those guys back into your lineups when you're really not worrying about it too much. 
there really wasn't anything that really stood out to me positively or negatively, like in terms of these QB rankings this week. Like it really, I said, aside from the guys we talked about, with like Taysom Hill rising up, Tua rising up, but um, you got some pretty solid matchups across the board for a lot of these top guys. You know, Brady's in Atlanta, Kyler against Chicago. I mean, there's some really good stuff here. I'm assuming Kyler's back this week, by the way, but. Not gonna, you know, you're not gonna bench Josh Allen, even though he's got a tough matchup. He's still a top five quarterback this week. So, you know, you're, you're throwing Lamar right back in after that weird performance on Sunday night. So, there's really not a lot of actionable advice here for the top quarterbacks, other than the waiver wire pickups we discussed. Jamie, I just looked. I just looked at my league. Alexander Madison's on the waiver wire. Well then. I've just put in a waiver claim for Alexander Madison, and we are talking about running backs. He comes in as running back nine this week on your list. Yeah, by the way, I, I mean, I would spend – if you need a running back, I would spend like 75% of your so, budget on, yeah, on Alexander Madison. It, I don't have a fat budget. It's just waiver priority. Well, some people and do, Chris. This show's not all about you. It Chris. is about me today, okay, Jamie? It is. There's a lot of listeners make, that want to know what to I do. I need to make the playoffs. We've won five in a row. I'm getting a little nervous, so it is about me, okay? Oh, okay. And no, I, I don't have a budget. You just you put in waiver claims and it's like reverse record and I'm five and seven. So I don't know if I'm going to get Alexander. I Madison. doubt it. I think, yeah, think there'll be some people the that are going to jump wire. me in line. Yeah. Yeah. You, we'll try. Gonna We're going to try. Uh, Alexander Madison. Well, if you're in a league uh, like Chris and Alexander Madison's available, I would spend like 75, 80% of my fab budget on him because he might be the starter there the rest of the year. And we know the workload will not change. They will give him all of the work. Uh, so and he's obviously a plug and play this week. Uh, yeah, he's your running back nine. Uh, Jonathan Taylor finds himself in that RB1 spot. That's good to see like that. He's going to be there a lot uh, now. He is going to be there a lot. I think uh, Elijah Mitchell is finding himself inside the top 10 running back eight. Uh, Cordell Patterson rounding out the top 12 running backs. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that really stands out to me. Uh, Jamal Williams with, with DeAndre Swift you know, being banged up. You have him all the way up at running back 21. J.D. McKissick, a top 24 running back, literally at that 24th spot. Uh, I'm trying to see, Jimmy, anything else that stands out to me? Anything else that stands out to you? I think it's more of just keeping an eye on some of the injuries. Uh, you know, Dale Henderson is right now number 10 for me, but let's see if he's going to suit up. You look at Ezekiel Elliott, who should, as the, the latest quote was that he should get a, a, a heavy workload uh, in this game on Thursday, but they've obviously, he's dealing with, a, I believe it's a heel injury uh, that they've, they've discussed about shutting him down. But he comes in at RB16. Uh, Miles Sanders, RB13. So there's a lot of guys, there's a guys, you know, a handful of guys in that top 20 there that are dealing with some injuries that you really need to keep an eye on. But otherwise, it's it's really just, hey, this is this week and probably next week once Carolina gets back, the, the days of the handcuffs and get those guys in. Get Alexander Madison in your lineup. Get Jamal Williams in your lineup. Uh, I think those guys are going to have really nice days on their own. And then, you know, otherwise, like there's really not a ton of guys here that I, I, I really like sleepers. You know, I, I try to find certain guys. I, I do think Matt Breida still is in that flex conversation. But again, odds are you probably have a receiver you'd like to play more than him. You know, Alex Collins drops out of my top 25. Been just that whole offense is a mess right now. And, you know, he's 26 for me. And I would not be surprised if he's closer to 30 uh, by the end of the week because he's he's definitely not going to go up in my ranking. So not a lot of sleepers this week. Odds are this is going to be a heavy week where if like most weeks where you're, you're playing wide receivers in all your flex spots. But uh, do keep in mind those handcuffs that are going to get massive opportunities this week with Swift likely out and obviously um, Dalvin Cook maybe out for the year. So, Jamie, I have your wide receiver rankings open, and I'd like to talk about a player that you still have ranked pretty highly. Okay. You have DK Metcalf as wide receiver 14. Yeah. We got to talk about what happened last night on Monday Night Football? It's not great. And it's not just last night on Monday Night Football, actually. It's, it's like last four now. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, it, it's not – it hasn't been great. But I also have to look at the season as a whole. I also have to look at the fact that I do very much believe that now it has become very publicly – uh, debated and discussed that there will be targets that get force fed to him a bit. But yes, I mean, I'm looking at PPR points right now. What does he have? 12 combined fantasy points in half PPR in the last three weeks. I believe that's what I have down here. It's not good, but you know, prior to the bye week, he still had, you know, he still put up, you know, a significant, he had what, one, two, three, four, five of his six games before that had 15 or more points. So I'm not giving up on DK Metcalf, but he wide receiver two territory feels about right for him at this stage. Like that's kind of where he should be. Uh, I hope this is not another second half for him and Russell Wilson like it was last year where they both completely fell off a cliff. And by the way, that's not mutually exclusive of each other. I mean, that that's they both kind of drag each other up and down. But it is a little discouraging that Russell Wilson comes back and he's producing significantly worse than he did with Geno Smith. Uh, C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb coming back off of the COVID list, but all the way up at wide receiver four for you. And I know we say this all the time. You're projecting him to come back and be able to play, but wide receiver four for C.D. Lamb, that that's a high mark for him. Yeah, uh, throughout the course I, of this I, season, I expect a lot of Lattimore on Amari Cooper, which should allow uh, C.D. Lamb to get a ton of targets in this game. Uh, anything else in wide receivers before I just keep us rolling here? Hunter Renfro. Uh, I, he's all the way up at wide receiver 16. I think we got to acknowledge uh, that not only has his workload been pretty steady, it's gone up significantly since the Henry Ruggs incident. And there might not be uh, a Darren Waller in this game. So I would expect a heavy, heavy workload for Hunter Renfro and a really strong matchup against Washington all the way up at 16. Jalen Waddell uh, all the way up at wide receiver 17. Really, obviously, love what he's been able to do over the last few weeks. It was phenomenal on Sunday. He moves up there, chased down to wide receiver 18 right now. Not an easy matchup for him, and he's been struggling relative to where he was before these last few weeks. Uh, a couple other names to just to kind of keep an eye on throughout the week of just names that you know you might be on your bench that need to be sitting a little bit higher. Darnell Mooney comes in at wide receiver 24 for me. Elijah Moore, wide receiver 30. is my top-rated Jets receiver, slightly above Corey Davis. And then Brandon Ayuk, um, you know, there's a name we haven't talked about. That's Debo Samuel, who's going to miss the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Look, Ayuk was getting a bigger role anyway, but I mean, he should have a significant workload here. He comes in at 34 now. He's probably going to crack my top 30 by the end of the week uh, because I did this did these rankings before the Debo news. Uh, but he is somebody that absolutely needs to be there. And then Kendrick Bourne, guy we just talked about on the waiver wire, wide receiver 36 uh, over Kenny Galladay, by the way. Uh, so if you're looking for an option there, he is somebody to get into your lineups. The tight end position, Jamie. Tight I did end it five. for you, Chris. Pat I did it for you, Chris. Fryer Muth. I ranked go. him above Kyle Pitts for you. I know you've been asking. Um, you also ranked th- uh, three tight ends in front of Kyle Pitts. Well, it's technically seven. Well, I ranked, but there, I ranked there, seven tight ends above Kyle Pitts at tight end eight. But there are two tight ends. Th- It'll be eight Fryer if Darren Waller plays. Kyle Pitts, man. It's been a struggle. It's not enjoyable. Yeah, I'm going to take Still the tight end eight. One. He's still a tight end eight, but yeah, but that says more about the position than it does about Kyle Pitts. And by the way, Kyle Pitts isn't bad. It's just that it's bad for fantasy production. You know what I mean? Like, I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a star there, but like for this year, they ain't going so well. But top three are what they are: Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle. Uh, shouldn't shock anybody. Gronk four, which I think should be he should be locked into that spot there in the top five. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Still getting plenty of targets as long as he's playing. He's there. You mentioned Pat Fryermuth cracks the top five, baby. Just continues to find the end zone, heavily involved, has a good matchup this week. Love it. Knock, knocks at six. 
Uh, you know, it, it's Noah Fant continues to drop. Like I think to me, the interesting part is, is this range right here, 12 to 15 of guys that you would normally really like, but haven't been very consistent lately. Noah Fant, Mike Jacecki, Dallas Goddard, Hunter Henry. Uh, I'm cool if you start any of those guys. They're all in that like 12 through 15 range for me, but and a couple of them have really strong matchups. But you know, Fant has been pretty disappointing this year as well. Jacecki's very been very boomer bust lately. You know, Goddard. I, I'm going to chalk up the last last week to just Philadelphia's offense being terrible as a whole. But would love to see him bounce back against the Jets this week. I know you wouldn't, but fantasy managers would. And then Hunter Henry's just got a really tough matchup this week as well. So. Uh, I, I would say that about 15 deep on tight end that I feel comfortable starting with this week, and then maybe 16 if uh, Darren Waller's ruled out, and that's why I have Foster Moreau right now at, at tight end 16. Anything else, Jamie, that you want to touch on before I hit the button that says we're done here? No. Okay. I well, think I we agree this week. I do have to let everybody know that they can catch you the TDN crew, Draft Dudes, this Saturday at the SEC Championship game, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, Jamie, Kyle, Joe from the Draft Dudes. Uh, the TDN crew is going to be down there playing games, handing out swag, drinking some Bud Light Seltzers, having a good time ahead of the big SEC Championship game this weekend. The CSX parking lot right across the street from Mercedes-Benz Stadium is where they will be. So if you're heading out to the SEC Championship game, if you plan to be down there in Atlanta this week, uh, go say hello uh, to the Draft Dudes podcast. Say hello to Jamie. Ask him all your fantasy-related questions. Hang out. Have a good time. Uh, brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Jamie, where can everybody find Follow you on social media. Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter, at Jamie Eisner TDN on Instagram. And as always, the fantasy tab under the draftnetwork.com for all my rankings. My flex top 50 that will be out tomorrow. Zach Cohen's waiver wire column. He'll have a start sit. So we've got plenty of fantasy content to get you through week 13. Follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio, S-C-H-U Radio. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at TDN Fantasy. We're back Sunday night to recap all of these games from week 13. Everybody have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.